What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports and Sneakers podcast. Happy fucking Monday. Uh, first off, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank you for anybody for the support on my Instagram or my YouTube channel as well. And speaking of those, if you haven't yet, follow me on Instagram at Sports and Sneakers 2021, all one word. And also check out my YouTube channel, Sports and Sneakers, where I do sneaker unboxing, sneaker reviews, and I do custom reviews for you guys also. With that, here we are. Today we're back, back again with my MMA coach, Brian Razzo. <laughs> As always in the flesh, uh, today we're just going to talk not particularly about fights. Uh, there were fights that happened this past weekend. I did not watch them. Uh, I did not either this weekend. I was busy. I know about that uh, spinning elbow. but <laughs> Yeah, that's all I heard about. Against Dominic Reyes. But other than yeah, that, yeah. I did not watch any of those fights. I know the results, but we're not going to do a recap. Today, we're just going to talk about MMA in general. Uh, we're going to talk about my coach in particular. We're going to talk about our gym, uh, what he does, how he got into this. Um, and then we're just going to shoot the shit back and forth. Yeah, so, for sure. Take it away, sir. Yeah, so um, no, I mean, I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to be on your podcast again. It's great. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm when you first came here, uh, I remember uh, you were training with Sean Sant- Santos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was then, years. That was ago. years ago. Yeah, that was years ago. Uh, Sean was your uh, uh, trainer, and then um, I know you were hitting me up a little bit about baseball. We started talking about baseball, and then we want you wanted to get on my team. And then you started to kind of find your way into the MMA world. Yeah, because uh, I originally came for just personal training because I wanted to be one of those jacked and shredded dudes, and I was right. I was eating all this uh, mass gainer powder and yeah. all this dumb shit. Yeah, and you uh, you ate a lot of burritos too. I heard. Oh, I fuck! So. I still love burritos, but I don't <laughs> eat them anymore because I know they're not good for you. So unless it's homemade with like some lean beef or something. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, but. Honestly, uh, yeah, I mean, I do remember you well, when you first walked in here and uh, you, you kind of told me, you know, I really want to get into this, you know, MMA world and, you know, things like that. And I, I think I, I was like, yeah, dude, for sure. And, you know, now you've been here for a few years now and it's uh, you've progressed tremendously from where you started to where you are now. Uh, I mean, you're one to know as a fighter and that's, uh, you know, it's awesome. We're trying to get you more fights and, um, you know, get your name out there a little more. So which would be great. Um, you know, uh, when I, when you first came to me, I mean, you had, you know, you had a little bit of, uh, uh, knowledge on, on, on MMA and, and fighting and things like that, which is good. And you had, and, and you, the way you moved and things like that, I know you, you try to move a little more like Conor McGregor. That was from, yeah, that was from watching videos and me trying to mimic stuff, which, hey, it does work sometimes. Some people have that ability, they can watch something and go out and just do it after practicing it a few times, after watching it, they get it down. And before that, I mean, I trained with Rafael Skabinski for a little bit, but that was very little. That was maybe like two months or something like that. That was like learning how to throw a jab and stuff, and I didn't know any of that. Yeah, and uh, no, and when you came came here, uh, you know, you had some skill, you had a little bit of skill, and... You know, we've just progressed from there, um, which is great. I'm glad that, you know, I'm still glad that you're here. You come in all the time, you work out, you train, and it's always, uh, it's always a, it's always a pleasure to have you in, in my classes and things like that too. So, you know, you're, uh, you know, and you're just gonna keep progressing. And if you see the progression from when you started and when new guys come walking in here, and you're just kind of, you know, obviously you're steps ahead of those guys, you know, and which is great, you know. Um, 
when when you see new people come walking in here. I mean, maybe if they're you know, especially when it comes to stand up, you know, you're, you're you were those guys four years ago when you walked in here. Three yeah, years ago when you walked real. in here, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so that's that's I kind I love to see that progression in all my MMA guys. I mean, you know, you Alan Pete, you know, you guys are my first. Technically, you're my first three MMA guys. So, yeah, and we're know. all progressing. That's what right. I love to see, too. Right. Is like That's what I love about the environment here. Right. Um, if you guys don't know the gym that I train in, it's called Razo Taekwondo or Razor Sharp Martial Arts. It goes under both names. Uh, we're here in, is this technically Alsip? Alsip, yeah. Alsip, Alsip, Illinois. Yeah, right um, on Calsag Road, 127th Street. <laughs> but so. that I love it. I love it here. I love the environment here. Uh we're just, you know, a small gym, but, I mean, that's all you need. Uh, you yeah. need a good environment within your gym. You don't need the biggest biggest gym. You don't need, uh, I mean, there's stuff that you need in the big gyms that you get, but then all that you need, the the core values are definitely here. Uh, and that's what I love. We all progress together. We all support each other. There's no, there's no bullshit of coming in here and just fucking uh slugging it out and fighting on like sparring days and stuff no we're all trying to be technical we're all trying to better each other also as training partners and that's what i think you have to do you have to look out for your training partners also and i'm fortunate enough to be blessed to have met you and i think i think i believe in that stuff i think it was meant to be because we kept running into each other i went to uh sean like i said that was personal training that was just for like get bigger and fucking that was for the girls mainly uh no (laughs) lie i just wanted you know girls were all into like big guys and stuff and it's just like now my perspective on big guys now is like probably will gas out within five minutes i could take your ass not even um but i came here for personal training and then met you and then we talked about baseball and then that never like panned out and then i stopped coming to sean i didn't come here for years and then i ran into you uh and your ex-girlfriend now at the time at a web chevy yeah. when i worked at web chevy as a porter and then we started talking about baseball again and then yeah. you hit me up and then i got on the baseball team and i came back here and then rest is history got into mma and so i think it was meant to be man and yeah it was no just... right it was yeah definitely i think it was uh, i think that was uh that was the universe telling us something, you know? <laughs> For real. Yeah, Years later, I mean, like, I didn't even think about anything about baseball or anything like that. Right. And then I seen you there. I'm like, what's up, man? Yeah, right. Yeah, then you started playing baseball, and then you wanted to get into MMA. And I told you, I was like, man, you got to be, a, if you want to get into MMA, you got to be 100% dedicated or not at all. Yeah. And uh, so I kind of made you stop playing baseball. And I know my baseball team, uh, when I was, because uh, I was the coach and, you know, the, the uh, manager of the team, uh, you know, they were like, they were kind of mad at me that, you know, you were, you know, they were like, oh, well, we need, you know, we need players, da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, but this guy also has to train. And it's either you're 100% in on this or you're not at all because I don't want you or any of my MMA guys going out there and getting serious. Because you could get seriously hurt. If you're not prepared, if you're not 100% prepared, you could get seriously hurt. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I'd much rather you not, you know, stop playing baseball and, then and you know, focus on fighting rather than playing baseball, you know, and, and potentially you could get hurt playing baseball, During too. baseball, <laughs> especially and, the and, fields that we played on. Yeah, right. Hey, those fields gotten better, though. Uh, well, I so. haven't seen them yet, but I remember <laughs> potholes. I remember one that was, I don't remember where this field was, but it sticks out to me because there was, like, a... Inside the fence line was like a giant metal fucking pole yes. that you had, and that I played was, outfield. That so was a Blue Island. That was terrible. <laughs> that was I was like, Island, if I'm chasing yeah. down a ball, I'm not looking out for a pole, and then if I smack myself in the face with a metal pole, yep. 
So yeah, that was uh, yeah. We don't play at that field anymore. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, honestly, uh, yes, I, I kind of made you stop playing ball, which you know, I mean, and 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 you did, and you know what, you came out, you you went to that fight, and uh, you went through that fight, and came out on top. So that's you know, that's that's that just goes to show the, you know, your dedication to to um, MMA, and um, you know, to to the to the fight game, you know, and that's something that. You know, I I think you appreciate it at the end. You know, especially you know after the fight and you win and you you know when you won and stuff. So I think uh, that's something that I I definitely um, I appreciated you just listening to me because a lot of people are like oh, I want to do what I want to do and you don't want to you know it's like you know I appreciated you just listening and saying you know what I I gotta stop the sport that I like doing and go to this and I think you went from. You were a hundred percent. You know, you were a hundred percent dedicated to um, MMA. I mean, I we you even took a you took a a, a bath outside uh, that once. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, uh, I was here. Yourself, I just took yourself. the hose. And yeah, it took the hose. I mean, that's how dedicated you were. You're like basically lived at the gym. I remember yeah. coming straight from work, and that yeah. was just like what year, year and a half ago or something. Just sleeping here at the gym afterwards, taking naps so that way I can train. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm not wasting time. Yeah. But that, and that's because I value your opinion. I mean, you yeah. said step back from baseball, and it's not like I was good. I sucked. No lie, I sucked. <laughs> I mean, I think my outfield skills were still there a little bit, but batting was terrible. If you take seven or eight years off of baseball, it's going to take a lot longer to come back come from back, it. Yeah, um, sure. Something like baseball, that's going to take a while. But, yeah, I valued your opinion, so I stepped back from it, and I was like, you know, MMA's fun. I love MMA, and a lot of people told me and a lot of people would sit there and say oh it's just dumb why would you go in there and fight somebody else well that's that's your perspective of it because you never competed in it Mm -hmm. this is competing this isn't just going to a bar in front of people and fighting or shit like that this isn't a street fight it's something you train for you make weight you take seriously and you dedicate yourself to it otherwise it will show in the cage and you will get your ass whooped um either that or if you have any type of mental block or something like that you got to have the confidence there um Absolutely. So yeah, I valued your opinion for sure, um, and I know, I know you talked about this on uh, another training partner of ours, Nick's uh, podcast, The Ramble. Uh, shout yeah. out to Nick. So yeah, there's there's a Nick. plug. Check out that podcast also. Yes, sir. Um, but just talk a little bit about like uh, how you got started. I know your background is Taekwondo, but mm-hmm. how'd you get started in Taekwondo, and how did that all come about? Um, so, <laughs> funny story. My cousin. Um, he got into Taekwondo first. Um, he was, uh, he was trained, uh, he got into the class, Master Dan Koshis, uh, at Modern Day Taekwondo. And, um, uh, my cousin Dave, his name's David, uh, shout out to my cousin David, uh, <laughs> for getting me started into this. Uh, no, but so my aunt was like, oh, he needs somebody to train. He needs, you know, he, you know, he needs, it's a really good class, you know, and it, it'd be good for my cousin to you know know some know people there because uh we did have another cousin xavier who was actually a uh high red belt or temporary black belt i can't remember deputy black belt whatever it is you know so and um so anyway and uh but he was he was way ahead of the class you know so david didn't really have anybody to uh train with so about two weeks later me and my brother started and um so how old were you guys right there? I was 12, and my brother had to be like 8. So, okay. Yeah, about 8. So, um, so 
we started it around that time. I had just turned 12 too. So started around that time and, you know, and it was, we started progressing through the belts and we started progressing pretty quick. I mean, I was training, I, I fell in love with it. And, uh, you know, we were training about three hours almost every day. Even on our off days, we're sitting outside in the back, you know, kicking each other. Or we, you know, my dad put up a heavy bag. We'd kick the bag all the time. And, you know, and it was, it was it, you know, and, and eventually my cousin quit. But me and my little brother stuck with it. And I'm going to tell you right now, you know, and I, I've talked to my cousin about this too. Um, he's even said, like, man, I wish I would have stuck with Taekwondo. Okay. You know, um, and anybody I've ever talked to that has quit, not just Taekwondo, just any martial art, they've always said, I wish I would have stuck with it. Um, I even have friends now that's never done martial arts before um, who have told me many times, I mean, they're like, you know, you are, I am who I am because of martial arts, um, because I have discipline, because I have, um, you know, dedication to to martial arts and that's the that's the reason I am who I am and I think that's the reason you are who you are now because you have dedicated your your time and you've dedicated basically your life to martial arts it definitely and, teaches you stuff that you can transfer over into everyday right. life Correct. it doesn't have to be just for the sport like it's the the discipline aspects of any martial art not just you know if you're training or competing in MMA if you're you know even a wrestler uh, if you're taekwondo it doesn't matter. It's the discipline to do the stuff that you don't want to do uh, to get better at something. Right. Yeah. So I mean, long story short, I, I you know, we we we've that's how I started. Um, and then uh, when you know I, I was a uh, you know under Master Kosius, I think I was a two or three time national champion um, in, as a black belt in the black belt division and things like that. And then uh, I went to Master Luciano uh, after Master Kosius kind of moved away. He closed down at first and he kind of moved further away, kind of far for my parents to drive. So went to Master Luciano for a little while, then went to Master Serapio Medina um, and then uh, trained high level, high level fighting, uh, you know, or Taekwondo uh, with, you know, some at the U.S. Open and uh, uh, for Taekwondo. And uh, it, it became, it, it's just, you know, it, Taekwondo was basically my life, you know, I mean, uh, when people would ask me to, you know, oh, you know, hey, come hang out with us. Let's go out. Let's go do this. I'm like, no, I got Taekwondo today. <laughs> I would literally, I would always, 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 like, I got Taekwondo today. I can't. So, I mean, that's how dedicated I was. I mean, I, I you know, I did dedicate my life to martial arts in general. Um, and then, you know, years later, I, you know, started, you know, picking. I was always open-minded, so I, you know, I wanted to pick up um, other fighting aspects like Muay Thai and kickboxing and things like that. So that's what I started doing. And because of my Taekwondo background, I think, you know, because of the footwork and the and the speed and things like that, that actually helps with um, the footwork for other martial arts. Now, as far as jiu-jitsu goes, I'm not very, I'm not the best at jiu-jitsu. Everybody knows that. Uh, that's a different story. It's different a whole aspect. different story, whole different aspect. You know, I, I mean, I try my, I, I try hard. I mean, if you, if I go up against somebody that doesn't know what the hell they're doing, yeah, I'm probably gonna win. But other than that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the best at jujitsu. Uh, but uh, you know, I can hold my own, I guess. But you know, I just, I just don't, I, you know, the ground fighting for me is not, is not where it's at. It's always the stand up stuff. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's kind of how I got started, and you know. Um, so just backtracking a little bit, where were the 
those masters uh, that you talked about mm -hmm. um, located? Was this all Indiana, or did you no, travel around? Uh, Master Koshis was in um, Indiana. He was in Whiting. Um, so was Master Sadapio Medina, uh, Ultimate Taekwondo Training Center. He was in Whiting. Uh, he's in Whiting still. Um, and then Master Luciano was actually on the southeast side, Champion Taekwondo. He's got... Um, and, uh, yeah, Master Luciano is on the southeast side of Chicago. Um, he has his building over there, his business over there. Um, huge, huge space. Um, I still take my students there to train with them. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, to train with Champion Taekwondo. Uh, and just because it's such a... It's such high-level training, and they, they do, you know, they do high, very high-level things, and, and I want to take my my best of the best students there so they can learn more things. And I, I even me, as, as, as even though I'm a master instructor as well, I still have things to learn. We all do. Yeah, you know, the learning never matter. stops. Yeah, the learning never stops in the martial arts, period. I mean, That's the best part of it, right. in my opinion. It's a, literally a right. lifelong thing. It's not that, like... It's not, you do dedicate like your life to it and there's everything in my opinion, but there's a lot of stuff that transfers over to everyday life, but in any martial art, but it's the lifelong learning aspect of it because all throughout our lives, we're never going to stop learning. There's always stuff new, whether it's with technology or anything. So martial arts kind of, in my opinion, instills that in you that we're always constantly learning. And that's that's a lifelong process. That's until you die, right. or until your you know your mind goes out and you Correct. can't learn anymore, or something right. like that. Exa exactly. I mean, seriously, we're you know, and we, we should always keep an open mind and and learn. Um, you know, especially especially martial artists. I mean, if you if you call if you call yourself a martial artist, then you should keep an open mind and learn as much as you can, um, and not just your base martial art you should want to learn other martial arts you should i'm and 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 just because just because you might be a master at one martial art doesn't mean that this other martial art you know is is bad i mean you could you have to keep an open mind and, and learn more i mean that's what i that's why i try to learn as much as i can from you know other guys that have other um you know other martial arts under their belt you know i mean mo you know he's got he's got boxing and jujitsu. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know Mo has even asked me. He's uh, very high level. Very, Just because he didn't go level. to a, a school yeah. and get a belt ranking right. doesn't mean he hasn't rolled with black belts and beat black belts and competed with uh, professional UFC fighters and stuff like that. Correct. There's tons that you could learn out there. Right. I think it's kind of funny how now that we're you know talking about, um, you know, in, in Taekwondo or anything like masters. Thinking about it now, it's kind of funny that they're called like. The, they have the title of master because mm -hmm. you never truly master anything because Correct. you don't you don't you're always learning like we just talked right. about right. you're never going to stop learning so right. isn't a master somebody that knows everything, everything. about that subject uh -huh. when in reality you're always learning there's always new fighters coming up developing new techniques mm -hmm. new skills that nobody's ever seen before so and that's that's the beauty of all this right. in my opinion it's constantly evolving right and you know even in even in my even in taekwondo um, I've actually brought in some things that I've learned from Muay Thai and kickboxing to my Taekwondo training. And, um, and I have kind of incorporated that into Taekwondo kicks and, and, um, and into the, um, Olympic sparring that we do. Mm -hmm. And, um, my Taekwondo kids don't know that, but I, and my Taekwondo students, they don't know that, but they, 
Um, but I have. I've I've done things like that where I've you know. I've given, I've, I've, I've kind of incorporated a little bit of everything into Taekwondo. I mean, even, even to the point where, you know, in jujitsu, you know, there's hand fighting. Mm-hmm. Well, in Taekwondo, there is hand fighting, you know, and, and, and you just don't know what you're doing. You just think, oh, I just have to, you know, get one arm under one over and, or two under or whatever. Well, the other guy's going to hand fight with you. You know, the other, the other Taekwondo, um, athlete is going to hand fight with you to so you don't get that so i have kind of incorporated even some jujitsu aspects hand fighting aspects into taekwondo and True. my kids don't know that but uh, you know my my students don't know that but i myself i'm like yeah this is what we do and and you know and they just think it's just taekwondo but i've actually incorporated other martial arts into the taekwondo fighting and in my opinion, that kind of puts um, that puts your your students, your kids ahead right. because they're all starting at a young age. And also now, if any of them did want to, like we've talked about Zach before, yeah, possibly yeah. if they did want to transfer over to MMA and stuff, they have at least a little bit of those different aspects because you've thrown it in with their Taekwondo. And like you said, they don't know it mm-hmm. um, because they just think it's Taekwondo. But then when they start to learn that certain aspect, like kickboxing or something like that, it's just going to come that much more natural it's to them because they've natural. been doing uh, certain little techniques uh, right. that they do incorporated in their Taekwondo training. Correct. And and that's something that, that's something that I've always, you know, when I, I, and the thing is, is I have seen other Taekwondo athletes you know, they'll, they'll do, they'll do hand fighting and they'll do, they just don't know what it is. They Mm -hmm. don't know where they really, you know, they, they think that, Oh, oh, this is just Taekwondo and it might be, but I, 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 I've actually incorporated real like jujitsu training or real jujitsu hand fighting into Taekwondo. Now we're not on the ground, but we're standing up. And I have actually explained this to my students. What is Mo, what does Mo and Jake always say? You know, if you want to, um, to create offense, you have to create space, correct? Mm-hmm. If you want to be defensive, you have to, uh, um, you have to close stay close, gap. close that gap, yeah. correct? That's the same in, in my Taekwondo training. That's what I tell my kids. You want to create the offense, you need to create space. You need to create the distance. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about that before until Jake and Mo have kind of talked about this, you know, um, as far as jiu- the jujitsu aspect. So when I started thinking about it, as a stand-up fighter, as a stand-up, you know, especially in Taekwondo, I'm like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. And that's why I started to do that with my students, and it clicked for them, and that's why, I mean, I have a couple national champions, I have state champ, all all my kids are state champions, so, you know, you know, I, I, and so, and then when you start understanding, when they started understanding that it, the sport of Taekwondo got easy for them which that's something that, you know, I appreciate, you know, Mo and Jake coming in and teaching that stuff because it actually helps me too. So It helps you grow yeah. as a coach also. Correct. Not just in MMA, but in Taekwondo. In Taekwondo, right. Which, congratulations, you're an MMA coach of uh, 3-0? 3-0. 3-0. 3-0 so, so far, you know. And, let's yeah. hope we can keep it going for yeah. you. Yeah, three and zero so far, and and you know, and and you know, with the help of with you know, and I, and I can't say I'm doing this on my own because I'm not, uh, you know, with, no, the Mo, of, Jake. with the help of Mo, Jake, you know, it helps me out tremendously, and uh, I, you know, um, you know, with Mo's knowledge of boxing, 
and jujitsu and, and bringing Batoy in too. And also, yeah, bringing Eddie Batoy. Eddie Batoy trained with Sugar Ray Robinson, man. Like, that's awesome. I mean, like, that's so cool that he, you know, he brought somebody in that trained with, you know, a legend box, a legendary boxer, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then um, as far as, uh, you know, Jake goes with his extensive MMA knowledge. Um, as well as extensive jujitsu knowledge, this guy, I mean, you're on our, you're on the text messages. He's, He's always sending us information. It's always. like videos, anything, yeah. tips, just like watch this, do this. And then mm-hmm. during our, our training classes, like it shows, Yeah, you can watch the videos and you can see what he's talking about. And then it, it, it clicks that much easier. We're right. in training and it's like, oh shit, now I see what you're talking about. Now I right. see why you sent us those videos and stuff and it's just, yeah. just got to watch the videos. Right, yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I typically try to watch just about every video he sends. Uh, there's times where I just get too busy to, you know, watch them all. But, no, yeah. same. You know, just, but, sometimes he's like, did you watch them? I'm like, oh, no, in training <laughs> session, what are we doing today? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I probably watch a good 90% of them though. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, it's not, it's not ever going to be 100 because I don't have... I don't have as much time, I guess, as he does. <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah, I get Jake and Mo on here also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That'd be, absolutely, that'd yeah. be super fucking I, cool if I, we can have, like, a group well, uh, podcast one of these days. Oh, hell yeah, I'd love that, actually. I, you know, uh, I tried to talk to Mo about getting on my... When I when I start my podcast, but he said he doesn't want to be, like, on camera. Well, so, they're not on camera. Yeah, you're I know, recording. I know. This you're is, on microphone. Yeah, on right, camera. right now. And so I said, I was like, well, this might actually be better for him. You know, Jake... Yeah. Do you Should record we... yours? Hmm? I haven't recorded any yet. But well, I mean, I mean are you like... planning on video? Oh, yeah. Also? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. But you could uh, shout out your podcast right yeah. now if you want to. Uh, Do you out. have a date? Do you have anything uh, yet? Yeah, it's going to probably be after, it's probably going to be after my, the state competition in May, or well, in, uh, on uh, May 15th, so it'd probably be like the week after. I'm probably, my first uh, guest, I already have that set is going to be Zach. He's my little eight-year-old red belt. Oh, yeah, the so, beast. Yeah, the little beast that he is, you know. Um, Zach actually was there at your uh, fight, and he was there at um, Alan and Pete's fight as well. Uh, yeah, he paid attention, and he, he paid, said he wants yeah, to do it. And he said he wants to do it, man. He wants to get in the cage. That's his, that's his thing. I mean, he's already got the... He's, he's eight, already, he's and eight he wants to old. get in the fucking cage. Yeah, dude. Hey, let's yeah, go. Man. I mean, I, I, he's already... He's already almost choked somebody out so yeah you got a little tiff with uh with a kid and uh he put him in a tie clinch and then gave him a couple knees got to his back and, <laughs> and started choking him out <laughs> I just picture zach that's just fucking knee in this dude right i mean getting to his back. i thought that was pretty about. i thought that was uh i mean it's 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 it just goes to show the type of training that you know I do put the kids, you know, I, I, I do put the kids through and, you know, I mean, he defended himself. The kid, the kid was kind of a jerk to him. I guess he spit on Zach. I mean, I yeah, don't, that's you know, definitely fucking disrespectful. Yeah, as long as it's not, you know, and I, Zach doesn't have the concept of MMA like that from what right. I've seen is like, uh, oh, I'm better than you. Or you start no, bullying no, kids sure. or something like that. No, you don't do any of that shit. Zach got spit on by this fucking kid right. and he showed him, yo, that's the worst thing you could ever do to somebody, right. and I'm going to show you that's the worst thing. Exactly. So that exactly. was uh, deserved, in my opinion. Yeah. No. Definitely. I mean, the kid, the kid definitely deserved it, and you know, uh, that kid actually never, never, he hasn't uh, bothered Zach again. He said Zach said he's seen him a few times after that, and the kid just um, actually, uh, you know, kid kind of avoids him now. So, which is good. I mean, he ever apologized? 
I don't think either. I mean, they're kids, you know. They're probably I mean, gonna apologize. Their parents would probably you know. say, in my opinion, their parents would probably say something. Just the fact that he Definitely, spit on them. Yeah. They get into a little fight, you know. Okay, whatever. You got beat. Just don't do stuff like that again. But I mean, you spit on somebody. That's yeah. not, nah, you definitely owe them an apology. You just spit on somebody. Right, I, I definitely agree with that. But, you know, parents, some parents nowadays are just as disrespectful as the kids. So, uh, they need to come to MMA class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, so, I, I mean, overall, though, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of my kids are very, very, very good, you know, uh, martial arts. And martial artists, I mean, because I don't just teach Taekwondo in my cl- Taekwondo classes. I do teach... You know, how to throw a proper jab, how to throw a, a cross. You know, I've been to um, Taekwondo schools that think they know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I watch them and I'm like, no, that's not the way to do it. And if they get in a fight with somebody that knows how to box, uh, they're going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> you know, so I've, I've, been to, I've been to schools like that. I've seen it and it's like and i'm like you know what in my head i'm like at least they're trying i'm not saying they're not and but they need to learn and and it's up to the coach and the or the excuse me or the instructor to learn properly to start teaching it yeah so they're able to teach. right it's and it's not about the instructor turning around saying well i i'm an i'm a master i know what i'm doing just because you're a master at taekwondo or karate or jujitsu doesn't mean you know how to you know throw a proper jab, throw how throw it a proper cross hook. Whatever, and there's so many know. like that that we just Correct. like we talked about uh, not too long ago here the master aspect of it. Right. I mean, oh, I'm a master. I you know everything about that. Well, you're not really. Right. You're never stop. You never stop learning. Correct. Um, and it, we've well, talked about the whole the whole master thing before with people. Uh, their way is the right way. Right. And stuff like that. When in reality. There's a thousand different scenarios that Correct. can happen out of this one one action or one situation. So how is one way the absolute right way? And right then way. people uh-huh. do it, or kids or people, even adults, get that in their head that that's the way that it's done. And then they do it, and it doesn't fucking work. And then now they get discouraged, and they're like, what the fuck? Right. And then they get mad, I'm paying this guy, and then uh, it didn't work out. And it's like, right. yeah, because there's not only one way to do anything. Correct. And, you know, and, and you know, I mean, I even seen... Uh, I, I've seen videos of, of, of Taekwondo masters trying to do, um, they, I, you know what, I'll even tell you, I seen a video a few months ago of a Taekwondo master that I know, um, and he was teaching his student who, uh, to avoid a punch, duck a punch, basically, um, and then basically spread their legs as they hit the floor and knock them over. And my thing is, is like when they ducked and sat on their butt, why would you want to be on your butt? You know what I'm saying? So you avoided the punch, you ducked it and then you got on your butt and then you try to like tip them over with your, with a kick I to the guess, legs. I don't know. Maybe to, it, that, 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 it doesn't work. And I, you know, and, 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 and my thing is, is there, nobody's just going to throw one punch at you. No. So I mean, they, they might sometimes, but that's, it's hard for yeah. me to picture what you're talking about because, uh, if he's sitting down, I mean, whatever you slip a punch, duck a punch, whatever. And you sit down, my thought would be, you're trying to pull guard right away. 
Correct. But then now you're trying to kick the guy over, which means usually you want to get on top and go in a dominant position or Correct. something like that, or just kick away and then stand back up. And then this so I don't know specific, I don't know either. This specific instructor purposely, well, you know, he fell to his butt and then tried to show his student how to do a um, ankle lock. And me knowing what I do know about jujitsu, I was like, that is not an ankle lock. And, um, I, you know, in my opinion, and this goes for all instructors, you know, that if you don't know how to teach it, if you don't know what it is, don't teach it. And I don't care if you think you know what it is. Just because you saw it on a YouTube video... I would never teach an ankle lock or a knee bar or anything like that because I don't know how to teach it. Um, I don't, I've never, I've maybe got it one time on somebody, but even let it go because I didn't know what it was. I was like, I, I you know, I saw it once. I'm not going to, you should you know, read up on it. You should correct. study it. And, and you, you should, should practice, practice it. it. And that's, that's dangerous too. If you don't right. know that, that's what uh, Jake preaches all the time with right. leg locks and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, if you don't know what you're doing, you can seriously hurt your training partner, even Correct. though you don't uh, mean to. But it's right. the fact that you don't know what you're doing. So he always tells us, you know, take it slow uh, and stuff like that. Make sure you get it down. But if you're not sure, like when we're rolling, live rolling, if you're not sure what you're doing, don't even go for it. Right. Uh, practice it more. Get better at it. Because, like I just said, you can seriously hurt somebody. And that, it could, especially leg locks, could end somebody's career. Yeah. If they really want to be a competitor and they want to take it far, like to the pro level and stuff, and you... You're just in a training session rolling, and you decide, I'm going to practice leg locks today, and you barely did it, but you're doing it during a live rolling session, and you just, like, right. tear this guy's knee up, Well, you just ended his fucking career. Yeah, and that's something that I, I you know, like I said, I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't like to put anybody down, I'm not going to ever do that, but if you don't know what the hell you're talking about, and you've never practiced it before, you've never, don't do it. Practice don't what you preach. It. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't just uh, preach. Right. Uh, don't try to teach something you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And when somebody doesn't know what the hell they're talking about, and they're showing a student, you know, that student might go hurt somebody eventually. You know, they might, or they might get hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I don't teach anything that I don't know. Um, you know, I don't. I will not. You know, teach it until I actually practice it and get it down to almost perfect. You know, and 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 if I can, if I can show it and do it well, then I can teach it. And that's why I will not teach ankle locks. You know, I mean, I'll we'll go over. You know, in in our I'm not the best at jujitsu, but what we'll, what we'll, we'll go over in jujitsu when it's when Jake isn't here and Mo isn't here. Side guard. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, uh, um, uh, side mount, side right? Mount, yeah. uh, you know. We'll go over side mount, all the side mount stuff. That's what we do all the time, right? Because that's what we've practiced and practiced and practiced over and over and over again. Other than that, I mean, you know, we'll, you know, full guard. We'll sometimes, you know, do a, uh, a flow roll stuff like that. But I won't ever be like, all right, we're gonna learn ankle locks today. Yeah. You know, we won't. We're gonna learn knee bars. We today. never really do that. We learn. <laughs> I would uh, never do that. You we know? learn little aspects yeah. of stuff, and then are like aspects of a whole entire skill or position and right. then we like how mo says that's why i think jake and mo in my opinion are the like 
us here at the gym. I mean, this is obviously bias. I come here, I train here, I know you guys, but I think we're the best. Uh, yeah, we have the, right. uh, we're small, but we have the best environment. Look out for our training partners. Uh, we're all progressing together, not just one or mm-hmm. rising one person up uh, and letting everybody else sink to the bottom. Right. And we have the best coaches. You, Jake, Mo, Jake and Mo are perfect like uh, combination because they're like opposites, you know? Yeah. I mean, Mo, go hard, Jake. You know, go hard, but kind of sometimes take it slow. Jake more technical. Jake uh, is way. Jake is more. Well, Jake is, Jake is actually way more technical, and he's about getting the things done correctly and getting them done in without actually hurting the person that you're training with. Yeah, safety. You know, to be a hundred percent honest, he doesn't give a shit about your opponent. You're sure about the fight, but uh, <laughs> but you know, when you're a training partners, he wants you to. Um, God, we got to get him on here. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we want Jake, though, man. He's going to be... Hey, you know, Jake could be crazy Jake, out here. That's Jake's, fine, man. Jake's going to be nuts out here. Anyway, That's fine. <laughs> no, but no, honestly, we all love Jake. But uh, no, but seriously, like, he... Uh, you know, Jake's about, you know, being um, being safe, and, and which is great. Mo, Mo's like tear that motherfucker's arm off, you know, like you know, uh, no, he but, is, but we don't do it in training, you know, right? We don't do it like in that. training, obviously, but no, but seriously, like, we, but you know, I, Mo's idea, and it's kind of my idea too. He'd much rather you get your ass kicked in on these mats here at practice than out there in the in the ring, and yeah. that's that's my whole idea coming into it as well. Like, if if you if you're getting your ass kicked here, you more than likely you're not going to get your ass kicked out in the ring. I mean, really. I mean, because you're just training your ass off. You're training hard. You know. I mean, we've had we've had situations where, hey man, like guys, you know, <laughs> literal blood, sweat, and tears in here. You know. I mean, it sounds dumb, but and I'm no professional or anything. Like you said, I'm only one to know as an yeah. amateur fighter. Uh, but I mean, things that I have learned that I take with me every every training session and stuff is yeah, get your ass kicked in here. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't and mean that doesn't mean you do it like a like a complete dumbass. Right, like you right, go right, and right, hurt right. people or no. get hurt or something. Know your body, know your limits. And we're not talking like go hundred percent here. We're not like I'm not. We're not knocking each other out or anything like that. But what we're talking about getting your ass kicked. Like we, you know, we want you like we want you huffing and puffing by the end of class. We don't. We want you not even wanting to. We we, we want you. Dead sitting tired. outside, sitting outside in your car for ten minutes, contemplating life. You know? <laughs> Thinking about what just happened in that <laughs> no. training session. Right, like, right, right, right. I'm not talking about like you know. I'm not talking about like you know breaking each other's arms or you know legs or you know really really hurting each other because that's not what we're about. No. What I'm talking about is you know you 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 need to be you need to be literally like asking yourself like do I really want to do this? I mean. You have you to, know, you, right? We talked about it before at the beginning of this podcast. You know, you ha- you said it. You have to be all in, or right. otherwise. And that's Mo's mindset, also. Mo, um, he's saying if you're not, if you don't plan on going to the furthest level that you can go to, then why are you starting doing it? Yeah, it could be fun. You could do it as a hobby, but we're talking about competing. Right. Uh, I mean, being a competitor. I say this all the time in any sport. There's people who play sports, and there's people who compete. Are you a competitor or are you a player? People who play, they could be good and they like to have fun with it and stuff uh, with their friends or whatever, and they could practice a little bit. But people who compete, I mean, 
I would say most of the time they hate their training sessions because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's little hard. things that you it's hard. It's little things that you keep going over. It's uh, tedious. I mean, it's the same shit all the time, but it's to perfect something. It's to be great at something because you're trying to go to the highest level. You're trying to compete. You're trying to be better than these other competitors. Mm-hmm. It's not just I'm here to I'm here to fight like. Oh, I'm here to fight. You well, know, I just want to bang, bro. Like, fucking, t- dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. How many times have, have you seen guys walk in here and say they wanted to fight? And they want to compete. They want, oh, I want to, I want to fight. I want to fight. I want to compete. I want to get in the cage. And then they come in here and I tell, I've told, I've told a, a, at least 10 guys, oh, you want to compete? You want to get in the cage? You have to quit. I mean, especially like, you know, guys that I've played baseball with. Guys that I've played basketball with, guys that have, well, you got to give up basically baseball or basketball, but whatever you're doing, focus mainly to focus on, on 100% thing. on this. Oh, I have to give that up? Yeah. Oh, well, guess what? They they never come back. Either that or they you know? come to a training session or two and then never come back because Correct. they see how tough it is. They see exactly and it's like, how tough that is. Yeah, of course it's going to be tough. It's right. meant to be tough like that. If you... If you ever want to be great at something, it's going to be fucking hard. Right. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not great. Um, like I said, I'm just an amateur fighter. So I'm not like sitting here. Uh, somebody could easily say to me or something like that. Well, how the fuck do you know? You don't even, you know, you don't even train a professional level or anything like that. And it's like, yeah, true. I don't. But I think to myself, I don't know. I think to myself that I have that instilled in me already that it, I know if you want to be great, then you have to sacrifice this, this, and this, and you have to take out all your time. Even at fighting, even at fighting in an amateur level, like you need to have some kind of professionalism too. You need to have some kind of, um, you know, discipline as well. I mean, you, you know, it's not you're not just you're not just going into a into the cage just because you know. Oh, I just want I just want to fight somebody and beat somebody up. You know, mm. I literally at your fight, I talked to somebody. Um, and they were saying, they, it, he was sitting down, he was like, yeah, it's just, it's just so good that I can, and literally, this is what he told me, it's just so good to be able to beat, try to, or try to, I'm sorry, how did he say it? It's so, it's so awesome that I can beat somebody up and not, you know, get arrested for it. And you know what he did? He got out there and he got his I ass kicked. Lost, yeah. He lost. He got his ass kicked. I'm, and I'm like, that's, and that's why he lost. He didn't really. He probably didn't even train that hard, you know. He just thought, "I'm a, I'm a good fighter. I can fight. I'll just keep going, bro. Right. I can go all day, bro. Right. Yeah. You think that until your body and you're just fucking gassed after right. thirty seconds, a well, minute, two minutes, maybe even the first round, and then your body's telling you, "Nah, fuck this," and then your mind starts caving in, "Nah, fuck this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that shit. And and you know, I mean, even even when I used to fight in Taekwondo, like, you know. Your adrenaline, your adrenaline can get you through at least a minute, you know, and then you get that adrenaline dump and you're like, oh my God, you know, like I, I, you know, this is, this sucks, you know, and, and when you're, when you, when you're fighting, when you're fighting at any, in anything, any kind of fight, um, especially like sanctioned fight or Taekwondo or whatever, um, you know, I've, I've gone back, sat down you know, and listening to, trying to listen to my coach as he's giving me water and, you know, thinking to myself, damn, I don't even want to go back out there. And then they and then they call you back out there like, fuck it. And you have to get back up and go out there, you know? So, 
you know, and and that happens, you know, it, it, you question yourself even while you're fighting. I could have been winning by, you know, 20 points and have been like looking at the, I'm like, why am I even going back out there? You know, <laughs> that's what your brother so, said. Your, yeah, I was asking yeah. your brother before my first fight how it felt or something like that, like during fighting. He's like, dude, I, I don't know if he said he did it personally or if he said that I'm gonna do it. But he's like, you're gonna. Or I think he said it was his fight and he was on the he was on the bench listening to his coach, like you just said, and give him yeah. water. And he's like, man, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> right, dude. Every fighter, every fighter goes through that. Every fighter goes through that. Doesn't matter what kind of fight you're doing. You're that you're out there, you know. I'm sure even professionals think that way. I mean, uh, you know, I I've, you know, going out there, to going out there to fight, it, just stepping on those mats or stepping on stepping in that cage, stepping in that ring, you know, that's half the battle. You know, that's already half the battle. You know, I mean, your training is a tough is uh, you know your tough tra- your hard training, your tough training, then you step in that cage, step in. The, Cause you know what you got to be, and I tell people all the time, you got to be a little crazy to do what we do. You're already in the you shits, know. right? Like, right. Once you fucking, you, know? you did all this training, and if you're gonna go into a fight, you already worked your ass off for it. So might as well just get in the cage and do it. So then yeah. you actually step in the cage, and I mean, th- that's it. I mean, yeah. everything shuts off, and you're just like, you're already in the shits. So you might as well just go fucking fight. Right. And then the thing is, is you know, I'm sure you know. I mean, once the, you know, once that. Once that cage ter- closes behind you, or, you know, when I, you know, when I used to fight in Taekwondo, you know, once I bow into that mat, you know, and stuff like that, I know there's really no turning back. There's no running, you know, and, um, y- y- there's no, you know, oh, I, I don't want, you know, I can't, I, you trained for this. You better just go fucking do it. <laughs> you know? Never back down. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. You know? Fucking phrases and shit like yeah, that. Right. I think so many make fun of us right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> no mercy. No mercy. <laughs> I do got my Cobra Kai. Uh, yeah, uh, fucking flag. You got a Cobra Kai flag hanging up, you know? That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you know. But the thing is, guys, the thing is, is like, I. You know the reason. The reason I love martial arts is is just like we were saying. You know, it's, you know, it is about discipline. It is about you know focus, and 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 that's what I think puts us as martial artists ahead of the average person. Now to get in a cage, to get in the mat, to get out, jump in a ring, to 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 get in the uh, on the mats, like you know, you got to be a little nuts. It's almost like you know. It's almost like we like getting punched in the face, you know. So, you know, and kind of have to, kind of have, have to fall to in love like it. with it a little bit. Yeah. Not sit there and eat punches, right? But right. I mean, you kind of have to because you can't go into a fight expecting to be flawless and not get touched, right? Like, no, you're you're gonna get hit. You're it's a fight. You're gonna get hit. Something's right. probably gonna get hurt. I mean, it's just it's the nature of the sport. It's a combat right. sport. This isn't like you know football. You get hurt and stuff. You have all these pads and stuff like that. And, basketball like barely any contact it's not like that you can go into those thinking that yeah i'm not gonna get hurt or anything like that and you can still get hurt in those i'm not saying you can't i'm just saying that this is inevitable right you can go into a basketball game and come out and not get hurt not fall to the ground anything uh in a fight you're probably gonna fall to the ground you're gonna get fucking punched right i mean it's inevitable (laughs) right i mean i tell i tell my students all the time i tell you guys you know as mma fighters all the time i mean as adults you guys should know this but never going go into a fight expecting not to get hit you know and and when you expect not to get hit and then you get hit 
at that point, you're probably going to, your brain is just going to shut down and you're going to, right, you're going to get your ass kicked at that point, you know? So, Who if you everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the face. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson said that, I mean, yeah, I mean, but, and it stands true, man. It stands true. I mean, you know, I mean, I, again, I've Unless had. Unless your plan is to get hit in the face. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what he forgot <laughs> to tell y'all. Uh, I mean, again, I mean, you've seen guys walk in and out of here all the time because, they think they want to fight, and then they get punched in the mouth, and then they're like, I don't want to fight anymore. Yeah. Um, Even like a little bloody nose or something like that in right. training practice, and it's like, kind of like, right. well, and you know, you said you want to fight. Right. What do you think is going to happen in the cage? Like that, we're not even going 100% here. That person's going to go 100% on you. Right. And yeah, when you're going, when you're, we're only going 20% in here, and you get they get punched in the mouth, and they're like, oh, shit. And then it's like, well... You know, now that shows you, it tells me, too, when they don't show back up, they don't want this. Yeah. If they keep coming and they they dedicate to, like, getting used to it in a way or something like that or, you know, actually adapting to the sport and the the training, the nature of it, then, yeah, that shows it. But there's been so many guys that come in here and, you know, we think we have a good group and a lot of training partners and stuff, and then we end up with, like, the same four. Same four or five guys. Yeah, right, exactly. When we had just, like, 10 to 15 the week before. Right, yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. Well, and again, it's only because guys don't understand the hard work that actually goes into fighting. And when you you sit there and you, and and people um, walk in here. Fighting as a competitor, we're talking about. Fighting as a competitor, correct. Fighting as a competitor, trying to make maybe possibly fighting as a career. Because we understand guys come in and train, they do kickboxing, you know, they come to a sparring day or something like that. But they already have, like, careers, or they went to school for something else, like Joe. Uh, Joe wants to do finance, you know, so it's like, you know, okay, you don't want to, they're not trying to make a career out of it, so it's like, we understand that, you got something else. Or Dylan, uh, Dylan would come in here, Dylan came in here very often, but uh, he was going to school for physical therapy, and he graduated, got a job, physical therapist, and he yeah. can't go to work with a broken nose or black eye or something like that. Right, yeah, so we're not we're not here to... We totally those understand guys, that. Yeah, those guys aren't there to, uh, you know, those some of those guys that come in and out of here that have careers and stuff like that, they, they're they not here to get their, to get a, a bloody nose, a black eye, you know, broken, you know, whatever, you know. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure I have a broken toe. Uh, just letting you know from, from, uh, Friday. FYI, everybody. Uh, <laughs> just letting everybody know, you know? Kicking the wall. Uh, yeah, I kicked the hell out of the wall. <laughs> Thanks to Evan. Uh, <laughs> but, uh. That was a good yeah, training session. That, that was a good, yeah, it was a really good training session on Friday. Uh, but no, so, um, yeah, it, honestly, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you, 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 yeah, those guys don't want to go into work. I mean, those guys are. What, 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 you know, what I call, you know, weekend warriors, basically, you know, they, they, they just show up and they're, they're going to every now and then they'll come and they'll do a sparring session or they'll do a, uh, you know, a training session, get mm-hmm. a good sweat on and then they'll leave, you know, and, you know, they might come, not come back until the next week or whatever, you know, so there's nothing wrong know, with that. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with like that. Like I said, we know? totally get it. That's uh you know, extra it's, it's just somebody who's like that, who, comes in every so often and really says like oh yeah i really want to fight for a career or something like that or i'm serious about competing right. and then they don't show up for a while or only come to one training session something like that that's what we're talking about right. you already have a career and stuff like that or how you put it the weekend warriors right um that's what i call people who go out to bars every weekend yeah but that's we don't we might we don't mind that we totally get that because you have a career you have a family you have whatever you have to look out for you know yeah, no, absolutely, and yeah, and and that's something that a lot of people, uh, when people when 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 I, and when guys walk in here, 
I asked them, like, you know, this is this something that you want to do for, you know, you want to get a fight, you know, just one fight just to kind of see what it's like? Or do you want to get, or, you know, do you want to just, you don't want to, you just want to fight, you know, as a career. You don't want to fight as a career. And, you know, some guys are like, no, I just want to fight just to see what it's like, which is fine. Usually, though, those guys are the ones that are, that leave. You know, those guys are the ones that are like, yeah. you know, within within the month, they're out, they're out. So, you know, I mean, we've seen that a lot here. So, overall, though, I think, you know, guys like you, even now, Nick and Sean and, um, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, when, when Alan's finished painting painting his house, or her, uh, his mom's <laughs> house, you know, and Pete's, you know, <laughs> You know, Pete finally comes back. I mean, that's that's a good, you know, and me, myself, and, and you know, now we even got JT. Yeah, you know? and you got other, I mean, we understand you got other priorities. Look at Pete. Pete has his career now. Right. I mean, uh, uh, what, right. CO, a correctional officer? Correctional officer, yeah. Uh, I mean, Alan, Alan got his job back, so. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got his, yeah, he's he got has his, his that's his now. career. He that's has his career. His, uh, his career union job to worry about, so we get it, but. With that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I just want to state out one thing, that this was all our opinion. We're just pretty much talking, talking a little shit. shit yeah. I'm not a professional. Uh, I'm, I'm, my, not, I'm no professional either. No professional you know, MMA coach, not a professional yeah. fighter. So anybody could look at this podcast and say, well, what the fuck? You're not even professional. Who the fuck are you? You got one fight, dude. Yeah. Right. So I'm just saying this is just our opinion. I do have one well, fight, one and zero, by the way. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna retire though, on top. Also, though, also though, ninety nine percent of the world doesn't have one fight under their belt, like as far as in a cage, a sanctioned fight. So you know what I'm saying. So you're I mean, one person. I mean, just getting in the cage, you know, that's a, you know, at any level, is an accomplishment. You know, I guess that's true. But I don't want to so, stop there. No, absolutely. I'm not, not just like, oh, sure. I did better than you know most people would do, right. or something. They wouldn't even step in there, which you know is true. That's mostly the people drinking in the crowd and stuff like <laughs> right. that, and saying, "What the fuck is he doing?" and stuff yeah, like that. Right. Like, well, it, they don't understand. You know, if you're you know correct. tired, if you beat a guy up, and even in UFC fights, you see it all the time. These drunk fans and stuff, and he's beating the dude up, and it's like a five round fight, and you're fucking tired. And the last like fourth round or maybe the fifth round the last one he's taking him down and kind of just holding dominant position a little ground and pound and stuff he's trying to win the fucking fight right he's tired he just got like beat the guy up for three four rounds so he pretty much has the fight in the bag right. you're not sitting there laying on the dude but they're like oh that's bullshit he's a pussy he's just wrestling no wrestling's an aspect of mma right you either learn it or you don't compete in this sport right <laughs> and that's why that's why i really i stopped going to bars and shit like that because you know, you got those 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 assholes in like affliction T-shirts and tap out T-shirts. You know, <laughs> that, that, tap that, out and, right, tap right, out years ago. Right, right. I mean, seriously, they'll they'll sit there and they'll they think they know what the hell they're doing, and or they're taught what they're talking about. I'm sitting here listening to these guys, and as much as I wanted to 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 tell these guys, I'm like, no, because these are drunk assholes that's never practiced this before, that has never done this before in their life, and they're they're just fans and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and they don't know anything that's going on with the fighters also that's a whole nother thing a fighter i mean most of the time you come in with little you know nicks and bangs or whatever into a fight you're never really 100 percent. but if they come in with an injury you don't know what that dude had he could have like a broken foot coming into that fight or something like that fractured 
something. Yeah. And then he's sitting there saying he thinks he knows what he would do or what the other guy should do. Right. Well, maybe he's doing that certain style, like I said, like wrestling or you know holding a dominant position because, one, he's good at it, or, two, because he has an injury and he already beat the dude up for the majority of the fight. So it's right. kind of like I got through what I had to get through. Now it's time to seal this win. Right, exactly. And, yeah, that's why I stopped going to bars and shit like that to watch fights because I – so I would have, I would, I eventually, I probably would have said something to these guys, and you know, and what it wouldn't have been good. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, if if you're ever interested in martial arts, um, you know, we're not here to to make you jump in a cage. That's not what we're here to do. You know, if it's if you're just if you want to come in to do just the martial art itself, um, you know, whether it's taekwondo or or mixed martial arts like we do. Um, you know, everybody's welcome. I mean, I tell people all the time, I think martial arts is good for everybody. And I think everybody needs to learn some kind of martial art, whether it be boxing or Taekwondo, jujitsu, wrestling, judo, whatever. So, um, you know, uh, I, I, I don't have any, you know, I, I would love for, I would love for, um, you know, everybody to, you know, come in and try to try this out. I mean, even try it out, you know, I mean, you know, I, I give a free week here, you know. And give it, week. yeah, give it a actual shot, not just right. one or two training sessions. See if you can right. get through a whole week right. of training sessions and see, actually, if you can even commit yourself to, to that challenge, if you yeah. can get over that challenge, like, and then even if you can and you don't want to do it again, well, you figured out, at least I got through the week. That's an accomplishment in itself if it you is. never did anything before or something like no, that. No, absolutely. I mean, just getting tired and then giving up during training or not coming back or something like that, that that's basically giving up, right. you know? I mean, I guess you can, I, I don't know, I guess you can feel within one tra- training session if you really want to do this or not, but I would still give it the whole week just because you never know. You could yeah. come around to it, you could adapt to it, or even within a week, you could, even even if it's the smallest amount, you could get a little bit better and be proud of that and be like, wow, I want to keep doing this. And yeah. so you come on for another month or whatever you do, you know? Right. And be proud of what you do. And like I said, I, I, I don't I don't give I don't give just, you know I, I, I give all the respect in the world to, you know, guys who've stuck with me and stuck here at my gym because, you know, you guys you guys have, have improved. You guys have stuck with, with this, you know, you, Pete and Alan. Um, you guys are my top three guys, top three competitors, obviously. And now Sean and Nick and hopefully, you know, by the end of the year hopefully they get to fight too. And, I um, hope fights come back. You know, yeah, I hope fights. Yeah, you know, I mean, fights are slowly coming back, which is kind of nice. So, but yeah, over overall though, man, I'm hoping that we get, you know, um, we start to fight. You know, we start to get these fights in and things like that. So, I mean, I know you guys, you know, have been training hard. Uh, you know, been training harder. You know, staying in shape. Trying to stay in shape. Stay, stay. Keep your weight. So, which and when good. it does come, I mean, yeah, definitely we'll want to be active. We'll be ready, and I want to be active. Yeah. So with that, we're gonna wrap this up. Again, guys, I want to thank you for listening. I want to ask that you follow me on Instagram at Sports and Sneakers 2021, all one word. And this podcast is about sports and it is about sneakers. If you're into sneaker unboxings or reviews or whatnot, check out my YouTube channel, Sports and Sneakers. And with that, that's it. Thank you again, Brian. Always a pleasure.